Hello, everyone. Welcome to Get Em On Side for season 2024, which means for the next 31 weeks, we'll be here for you to provide some clues, hopefully, for the rugby league season every single Wednesday afternoon. You can get the prime time experience through KO or YouTube. If you're driving or perhaps in the train, the podcasts are there for you as well. Apple, Spotify have got you covered there. But we are ready to launch for season 2024. There is one missing. We'll get to him in a moment. The captain of the ship, Dan Ganae. But in the meantime... The coal miner, Sean the Trader, ladies and gentlemen, he's back for another season. Joel Kane, can you believe it? Are the summers getting longer and longer, or mm. is it just me? I am fizzing. You're fizzing. The footy's back. Fizzing. Unfortunately, I'm not fizzing over there in Vegas like a certain friend of ours were about to meet, but it feels a bit, a bit funny just us two in the studio here. Well, let's get to the third wheel, shall we? This man is live and uninterrupted. Just down the road from the Spearmint Rhino or the Peppermint <laughs> Rhino or whatever Rhino it is, we're talking about the great Dan Ganane. Hello, Dan. Never heard of those establishments, gentlemen. Hello to you. This is so I'm at the resorts world. This is actually the box production area. Um, their set is just, it looks amazing, by the way, when you see that on 360 and all the other shows they've got tomorrow. All I said was Peppermint or Spearmint Rhino. If you look over on my shoulder, one of the billboards, those that have 2020 vision might be able to uh, read that um, uh, you know it's Vegas and you get those kind. Of, don't get those kind of billboards in Sydney or <laughs> Brisbane. But uh, you've come at the right time. It's it's 5:40 local time, and I'm wearing a jacket because it's cold. It is. It, Ooh, it was is about, it? I don't know. It's a nice day today. 18, 19 degrees. But as soon as the sun goes down, it's a little chilly. And I'm jet lagged as anything, gents. So apologies. If I'm not with it as well. I want to get to the jet uh, ride in a moment, but just can you just tilt your head ever so slightly left, Dan? The Encore Hotel is behind you, and just at the bottom corner, the famous Sphere is there. And what I want to know, if you have the answer to this, will the NRL be advertising on the Sphere? I think it's about 600k a day to occupy that. Is that all? I don't think the Sphere will get a run, but I'll tell you what I did. It's very encouraging. If you drive from the airport to the hotel or up the northern end um, and the cabbie knew what he was doing because he didn't drive up the strip which is the last thing you do you go up the parallel road they're all digital billboard signs and the NRL uh, advertising was on every one of them that I saw so they are putting some company into the local part so that's kind of the last step the Aussies haven't got here yet by the way not on mass that'll be tomorrow Wednesday Vegas time and Thursday Vegas time particularly but um, tickets are 19 bucks. Geez, you'd be a bit dirty, wouldn't you, if you paid the 200 <laughs> when the tickets are so, Obviously, the 19 ones are not as good. Stadium road tickets are a ticket. Uh, but certainly plenty of – it's good to see the billboards. Hopefully, um, the local TV will be running ads as well. Um, I'm speaking to a couple of cabbies today, and they reckon Vegas does have, a, strangely, a bit of a walking culture. They wouldn't think that there are so many things to do. And because it's cheap um, and everything in Vegas is so expensive, that's one of the great misnomers is that because of all the gambling, Vegas is 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 um, is, is affordable. It's not really. So $19 for a footy, you never know. I, I, they've already talked, what is it, 40000 And I've got to say, the NRL execs that are on the same flight I was, very barrel-chested. They are pretty confident about <laughs> what, 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 what has happened to this point. Uh, even getting this game to where it is and to all the pre-sales. And they're justifiably barrel-chested as well because this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable 
that we're in Las Vegas for Premiership Rugby League. And the closer we get, I think I said this Charles the other day, the closer we get, the more bizarre it feels. But it's 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 a reality. It's here, so I can't wait. Four or five days away. Is there a buzz around town, Dan? Obviously, you've only been there for a, a few hours, I think, now. You've only just touched down. But is there a bit of yeah. a sense that there's a game coming up, or is it when the Aussies really sort of arrive that it's going to amp up a little bit? Well, I think because of the hotels we're staying at, so Resorts World is where most of the sort of um, – a lot of the NRL packages were sold to. Um, a lot of – most of the fans that didn't do it through the NRL are saying that more – the south parts of town, Flamingo, Luxor, some of the more affordable ones. We're staying at the Fontainebleau for a night, and that's across. A lot of Aussies there because they're part of this NRL um, gathering, corporates or whatever. And you're seeing a lot of Broncos jerseys, South jerseys, Manly jerseys, Roosters jerseys. So where we are, it really does feel like magic, frankly, but... I took a walk mm. down the strip, and no, it, it, it's pretty good. And, 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 but that'll pick up. It's going to be pretty amazing. It is going to be like going down Paxton Street on Saturday, going <laughs> from the hotels down the strip to Allegiant Stadium, everyone in their different jerseys. And it's it Las Vegas. It Las Vegas. It's incredible. Get your jerseys out for these three guys. A Dubbo Airport Sunday night. I run into uh, a few Get Em On Side disciples <laughs> uh, named Jimmy. Uh, Johnny and Hazo, who is apparently the Chris Waller of the Golden West of Racing. Now, they were on the beers at Dubbo Airport Sunday afternoon. They were staying in Sydney that night. Then they were on a flight to Vegas, and they were spending seven yes. nights in Vegas, which I don't yeah. think you can live through that. But, Dan, what we need to know about is I strongly yeah. believe next time around, that particular flight, you were on the chartered flight, that would be great reality TV. You've got the oh, head shows, you've got the notable media personalities, you've got the, the general public who are on there as well. That would make a cracking yeah. reality TV program. Brian Fletcher would probably star. Tell us a little bit about that trip. So 14 hours, and it was direct to Vegas, which was great. Um, and the little section we are in, and yes, before you ask, Sean, we're in the nice seats, okay? They looked after <laughs> us. We were... We were, we were we were comfortable. Uh, so it was basically the Fox crew. Um, and it was exactly the personalities doing exactly what you would expect. So here we go. So there's Heidi in the background was pretty quiet. There's Brace, there's Mossy, Jimmy Graham. Now, Jimmy Graham was really up and about. Nick Ennis was doing some work. Now, he's been panicking because I just realised this flight didn't have Wi-Fi. I mean, Qantas does great work, but you've got to have Wi-Fi. Come on, it's 2020. Uh, four. You got to have Wi-Fi on long flights. So I'm I'm hastily wishing to get some podcasts in uh, before we lose the 5G s signal. Jimmy Graham was up and about, but then as soon as he hit the hay, he crashed. He couldn't even eat breakfast. Hindy, uh, as I said, was pretty quiet. You know, he 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 did his thing. Fletch was up and about. Maddie was up and about. It was good fun. It was just every a great buzz. It's like. It's like you. Everyone knows when you go on holiday that a flight over is so exciting because you've got the whole holiday ahead of you. Yes. So, uh, but 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 it was well behaved. No Chanel. I don't know what happened up the back. The Qantas people really got into the spirit of it, so they wore. They started wearing um, jersey instead of their flight attendants' uniform. They wore jerseys. So, so I'm not sure all of them understood whose jersey they were wearing. 
Um, <laughs> 14 hours in polyester is a big test, by the way, but uh, that, that be that as it may. Uh, everyone got on the screen. It was good fun. Very, 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 very good See where he was sitting there, right? Yeah, so that's was, a hierarchy, isn't it? That's the pecking order. It was clear. Yeah. It was nice to get a little bit of a peek behind the curtain how the sort of rankings are at yeah. Fox Sports because Dan was in. That was seat 1A. Ennis was up there. Ennis was there. Johns Matty was Johns there. was thereabouts. But Dan was clearly at the front. We got a little view of a different pecking order, sure. We're going to have some vi- uh, a look at some vision here. This is from the summer. Dan does Moonlight doing cricket commentary. Have you seen this? No. What's this? Let's have a look. Glorious day. Oh, the shoes are there. CGs. You stood on the court there, nearly ripped your head off. <laughs> Green comes in, he's out! Oh! Hodge is gone! Yeah, so this was Green uh, gets the a wicket. changeover. Oh, the elbow to the yeah. A changeover. Um, it's nice to speak to him. So that was a rare conversation between us, because we never had a partner. So uh, we just had a changeover. I don't know what the point of playing that was, Sean, but um was... A moment where, as we crossed over, a wicket fell, which is the worst thing that can happen. But um, there we go. And then he did. He, yeah, I got a can bruise we, after can that. We just get, hang on, hang on, yeah. Can we just get one more? Can we just get can one more look at this? Just, I want to see one more look. The podcast listeners, you have to go to KO or YouTube to see this. What about first? Dan goes with a hello, gents, <laughs> and he doesn't get. Uh, in fact, Howie gives him a gents yeah, back hello, after gents. Dan says hello, Howie. And then he's clearly <laughs> sitting in the king's throne, so he's desperately trying to get out of there. He treads on the cord to which Howie gives him a passive slap. Very passive. Very passive, aggressive slap. Mm. So now Dan's in an awkward corner, not quite sure what to do. Dan's been waiting desperately to call a wicket. Howie's got the golden <laughs> charm. He gets it with his first ever ball. And still halfway down the pitch is Dan. He gets oh, a little nudge to the, the guts. Is this to say, can you please get out of my way, champ? <laughs> Dan's glasses come off his head. And he doesn't know what to do with himself. The West Indies are in trouble, but not... And then the backslap. Yeah. Never meet your heroes, Sean. A lot to unpack from that little clip, Dan. A lot to unpack. That was good. Never meet your heroes. I didn't know you had the reverence and the awe of Howie. Gee whiz, you were um, just Mm. bowing to the king. In awe. It's what happens when you meet your heroes. Well, as you know, I'm a team player. I'm a team player, and it was his moment. I'd had my half-hour stint. He had to cross over. Because the TV people are always late because they've got to finish, obviously, their main job is TV. So then they're racing in, and often I'm, I've got to hang around for a ball or two, <laughs> and then you get that awkward cro- crossover period. The ideal scenario is I'm going to the over a 348, triple M cricket, go to an ad, next voice you hear is Howie. <laughs> but because, you know, because, as I said, I'm a generous team player, I'm, hap- yeah. I'm happy was... to be the foil in those scenarios. <laughs> I think what was going through your head? What was going through your head when he just gave uh, you a little cheeky two or three little elbow jabs there, Dan? I'm keen to really no, I thought it was that. quite affectionate. I thought it was quite affectionate. <laughs> so we'd probably need to be closer <laughs> friends before you're doing the right to do that, but uh, <laughs> that's fine. No, I, I thought it was very affectionate. It was a lovely moment. It was a, it was it was quite beautiful. The, the hot. My problem all of us. I wear my own headphones, and that's why there's so many cords around, and that's why I'm tripping over them. And sorry, I'm holding up the smoke, mm. which I shouldn't be doing. Um, so uh, that's why uh, there was uh, that, that, that scenario. But anyway, I'm, if you try to embarrass me, Dan, you're fine, because it didn't bother me. <laughs> well, Dan, uh, you've been kind enough to give us your time and give us your tips, and we really only wanted you on for that part. So that was uh, it. your night yeah, is free, young man. Thank you for taking your time 
there in Las Vegas to join us. Uh, we've got all your tips coming through, so the, the listeners and the viewers are not going to miss anything. Dan, have a great time. Well, we've got to move on. Dan, thank you very much for joining Get Him On Side in 2024. <laughs> Wow, okay. Well, I get paid the same either way, so they'll be flicking me. I'll, I'll just head off into the Vegas. <laughs> well, well, enough of the fanfare. Thanks again, Dan. Uh, we appreciate that. Let's get into some uh, business, shall we, Shawnee? Let's do it. The season predictions. Now, as I promised, Dan has sent through his set, so to speak, for week zero or uh, round 1A, if you want to call it that, where he was sitting in seat 1A. He sent through his tip, his main tip for the year, Parramatta Eels top four. Mm-hmm. That's, he's very, very keen. I can't remember him being that bullish about them. Is this what he's seen in the trials on the uh, on the weekend? He's got a little bit excited. I'm going to ask you about that very, very shortly. Sean, your yeah. major tips? Very keen, very keen sugar. And I think we're aligned here, uh, Melbourne Storm, to win the premiership. $10. I can't believe they're double figures. But we've also got a little thing you'll find on the sports bet app. NRL futures doubles, rather. I can see the Raiders having a long season. I know we're a bit at odds about that. Mm. Not saying they will win the spoon, but I think they're very much a live chance. Seven dollars win the spoon, but the double storm premiership, Raiders spoon, sixty-six to one. You can find that in that little doubles market. Ooh, okay. Um, what do you got for me? Well, this is a season prediction, not so much a bet, but I just think Harry Grant. I, I do concur with you. I think that the Melbourne Storm are in for a massive year and. Most of the big number nines we've seen in the yep. past, Cameron Smith, Wondali M's, mm-hmm. Danny Badiris, Wondali mm-hmm. M's, he's a gun, yep. right? So I think he could find a Dally M, if not this year eventually, but I do think he's in for a, a big treat. He's just a special player, Sean. He's too smart. Look at him here. Just anywhere around the ruck, he's just so um, cunning um, around there, Sugar. And you can, this is twice now, he's just going to go over himself. He can find a sneaky try as well. So maybe one just to, uh, to black book per se, like we do in racing. Just keep your eye on Harry Grant throughout the year because he will be a big um, or big-ish price anytime. And he's even got a little support play in him here. So there's not much he can't do. Uh, unfortunately, we can't bet on the Dalians, yes. but it is a good prediction. And that, that spine, which he obviously makes a big part of, that is purely why I'm so keen on the Storm. I think a lot... We haven't forgotten about Pappy. No. But I think we've forgotten just how good he can be. If he's fit and firing, and we've seen a couple of games now back in the trials, which we're going to touch on, can't get too carried away. Pappy, Munster, Hughes and that man, if they're all firing, I can't see a world in which they're not knocking right on the door. Uh, a couple of factors too. So history has not been kind to teams who have had to start the season overseas. So we know that Penrith have had to go to England. You've got the four teams over there in Vegas being uh, the Roosters, the Broncos, yeah. South and Manly. So they're one of the big teams who haven't travelled at the start of a season. Mm. I just want to ask you this, Shawnee, where we are a little bit opposed. We are very, very keen on the purple. I particularly think the minor premiership at $12 is a better bet than the premiership. Reason being, the last uh, 18 years, eight times I think you'll find they've got the minor premiership. Uh, 15 of the 18, they've pretty much ran top four in the last eight years as impressive. Why are you more keen on the, the lesser price for them to win it as opposed to the minor premiership? Well, I mean, I suppose you get a few more cracks at the cherry um, having a crack to win the grand final. Yes. Um, you obviously have to finish top of the pops to, to win the minor prem. And I think their draw, they play, they're obviously always going to have a pretty tough draw, the Melbourne Storm, just who they are. Panthers twice, Broncos twice, Roosters twice, Bunnies twice. And I'm still starting to push the Bunnies a little bit further down the pecking order as being the, the elite of the elite, but they're still single figures to win the comp, so you have to respect that. But um, wouldn't shock me at all for them to win the minor prem. We know how good they are, but I think they're one of the teams, and particularly Bellyache, 
if they're top four, that's all I need. And then you get a real good crack at putting yourself in a position to, to win it. So 12-10, not a huge difference. Okay. Yeah. All right, things we need to talk about. The Broncos pick up 100 large, $100,000 for winning mm. the preseason challenge. Didn't they need the money as well? Oh, yeah, didn't hey? they need them? That's taken sand to a beach, isn't it, given the Broncos <laughs> money? Um, viewing numbers keep going through the absolute roof. Rugby mm. league is flying, so once again, we're well-placed for a season. Um, but what I want to ask you about, Sean, and I've seen next to no trial form, which I kind of don't mind because I feel as though it can be a little bit... Uh, fool's goldish. Receiving fool's gold. How much do you read into trial form? I read into. I don't. Well, you can't read into the results because we've seen in a few games they're different thirteens coming on at certain yeah. points of the game. Individual form, I can certainly get around. And on the team that I'm a little bit against this year, the Canberra Raiders. If you're a Canberra Raiders fan, <laughs> seeing Ethan Strange his game the other the other the other day. We saw him playing for under-20s, New South Wales yes, or, or something. Playing the centres that night and maybe scored a hat-trick. Yep. Um, played in the halves and he looked really good. But he's only 19 and it's defensively looked unbelievable as well, which is always a question mark over these kids coming through. But he's only small of stature. The signs are, are good there for the Raiders um, with a, a kid like him coming through. But as I said, 19, it's going to be a very, very long year. It's a long year for the most... Um, experienced of footy players. They're a little, um, a little doubt about the Raiders, but getting back on the trial form, forget about the result, forget about you know, real team performance, look for individuals. And a bloke that you're keen on, Peter who we saw a fair bit of last year as well, yeah. but he sort of come out to shine in a trial match as well. On the Raiders, take it as red, um, I think Jordan Rapiner will win the fullback jersey round I think one. He, I think it's official. Oh, it is official. I think, I think it's, I think they've come out I'll and said. i take it as red then. I think they've come <laughs> out and said that he will definitely get first crack yes. at it. The, the Savage, okay, I'm, I don't want to call it an experiment, but they, well, Ricky was always pretty um, reserved with putting Savage at fullback. So I don't think he's ever thought he was a genuine number one. He's back to the wing. It's, it's, it's Sloan vibes. They're both wingers. Yeah. They're both wingers. I saw a few things from Sloan playing fullback. Again, trial form. Don't get carried away. He, he, he could be a special player. Yep. He, okay. move, he just moves so well. Could Vegas be a special event? Well, it's going to be a special event. But, Shawnee, give us the, give us the, the lull crowd number. Give us the pass mark crowd number. And give us a holy dooly. We have knocked it out of the park. Well, I think uh, if they get 40, can they get 40? Oh. I, think, I think 40 is well and truly a pass mark, definitely. So, so, so that's not out of this world, 40. That's only the pass mark. Well, apparently they've, they've already sold. And I'm going to use sold in inverted commas here because yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not completely sold that they've sold that many tickets. But 35,000 tickets is a number that's being thrown around. So I think it's going to be in that ballpark. And I'm sure if, if PVL has to be down on the strip giving tickets out himself, I'm sure he'll do it to make sure it's oh, full. Oh, he'll make it happen. So I think they'll, I'll think they'll get 40. Um, I'm excited, Chub. The amount of tries we see scored in the corner, like inches from the corner post, the field is six metres shorter. Is that mm. a factor? We don't know. But it's going to be five metres more narrow. Um, the impact it has on these two games, I could almost bet me bottom dollar that to compensate that, you're going to have them back 10 or 12. Yeah. Or 10 to 12. It's going to be a very lavish. It has to be to open it up in some way, shape or form. How much impact does this have at Allegiant Stadium? I think on the on face value, if you were to tell me the pitch that we're playing a game on tonight is going to be five metres narrower, yep. I would be all in 
on the unders without even looking at what the total was. But I think your point, given it's the opening two games of the year, given we're trying to showcase the game, we want to see some of the names that are, that are out there, the Turbos, Reese Walshers, you want to see them in open space. They're not going to get that with a five-metre narrow pitch no. and, a, and a normal 10-metre um, ruck. So it's going to have to be 11, 12. Yes. The shorter length of the pitch doesn't really phase me too much. Certainly the width does, but I think it's going to be m- largely mitigated by how it's officiated. And I'd, I'd be shocked if a little phone call hasn't been made to the refs and just say, let's peel them apart. I know Matty Johns has been big on this. I want Peter Valini to have a button in his pocket and if he feels it's too tight, he just presses a button and just, too much leave. Just zap him. Oh, you are take him off the field. Yeah, go to 12. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think maybe just zap the referee and that yeah. just says... Like, like the Howie bump that yeah. he gave Dan. Like the nice little elbow that he got. Nice sharp <laughs> elbows there from Howie. I think that's getting back 11, getting back 12. And I think you might... I think you're in the opinion that there won't be too many penalties in the game. But it can't be. So it's going to be state of origin rules. But then you're walking a fine line. Yes, you are. That's why it's probably got to be 12 metres back. So because they will creep offside yeah, okay. and they will try and hold down in the ruck. Mm. So because, I'm worried about that. Because if you're a coach, you know they want this to survive this game, to go yeah. really well. And sta- it'll be state of origin refereeing rules, I promise you. But if you're a coach, all you, you don't care about how it looks on TV. You just want the two points. Yes. So they're going to be doing all they can. I think we might just see a few sharpen-ups early from the refs, particularly with the, if they're lying all over each other then they'll pull them up. I'm not so worried about the 10 metres. That's going to be 11 or 12. Yep. But we need to see a quick play of the balls yes. for it to, to not have a big impact. Yeah, you know what? They may have even brought them all in together and saying, guys, this is pretty important for our Maybe. For history. You never know. Anyway, Manly take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the inaugural game in Vegas for a premiership match. It's a massive game. You've got Russell Crowe. Haven't seen too much of Hugh Jackman to this point. Yeah. Well, Rusty, he's done the voiceover commercial. Yeah, Perfect. Uh, goosebump sort of yeah. stuff. Got very excited watching that. Um, no, a little bit, little bit more from from Hugh Wolverine. Plus two and a half Manly Allegiant Stadium. As I said, the venue Manly opened at two dollars fifty into a two dollars eleven or thereabouts. Mm. Tommy Turbo hasn't played since round yeah. uh, fifteen. This is last year's event. It was thirteen twelve in the end. Uh, that try wouldn't have been scored because the in goal's a bit shorter. That's right. This try will have been scored by Ola Kawatu, who, by the way. He probably has the most similar build to Travis Kelsey, Shawnee. Uh, oh, we comp- we're comparing? Yeah, okay. he, he's probably the exact build to Travis Kelsey. Has he got a tailor in his life that we uh, need to know he about? He may do. He may do. I don't know. Mm. And then Daly Cherry Evans, of course, but it's ultimately decided by a point. Yeah, and the total here does stand out. 41 and a half. You were to play this game last year. That is, I would say, it's at, at minimum 44 and a half. Two pretty expansive teams. So I think the pitch having a bit of a... Um, a part to play in that total. I found this game, obviously any round one game is very, very hard to price with a supreme level of confidence. But as named, I don't have these two teams very far apart. The t- I'm annoyed I didn't really sort of step in a couple of weeks ago because you could got $2.40, $2.50-ish about Manly. This feels to me a genuine toss of the coin affair. And I'll be, I'll be with Manly. I think you're pretty keen, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen on Manly as well. The concern I have for you, Bunny supporters, is that one of the best plays they execute, you can watch it as much as you like, you still need to stop it, is that play they do on the left-hand side. This is the Knights again. So, in fact, I'll come back to that. This is the right-hand side that concerns me, Shawnee for South. So, once again, it's an unsettled right-hand side. Campbell Graham's not going to be involved this time around. On the left-hand side, you've got AJ, you've got Tass, you've got Walker, quite a bankable left side. This right-hand side is going to be Jacob Gagai, mm. Richie Kenner, and Lockie Ilias. And I've got no doubt in my mind, Manly are going to hunt for that area in a major way. 
Tommy Turbo, that was Kalen who was loving the left-hand side. He profits just as much as... Um, as to, on that left, on that on left that hand left side edge. as well. Yeah. But just getting back to the left side for South in attack, Cody Walker has that play where he comes out the back and the fullback's out the back and it's a slingshot sort of play and Ilias is going through. And so often AJ's the one scoring in the corner and that's why he's been the top try scorer four times in the last 10 years. I think the narrow field is going to hurt that play. Yeah, It just makes it a bit easier to defend. Um, it's worth one defender. In the, in yeah, the line, isn't absolutely. it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, it's worth that. Yeah, exactly right. So, for me, look, on to our flare bets we go. Woo! It's it, back for another year, is it? It's back. Woo! It's back, baby. <laughs> you ready, Shorty? <laughs> Holy hell. Bit of gusto behind that one, Shug. What do you got for us? Uh, well, let's start with Daniel, shall we? Dan Ganane, live from the Vegas, has texted us through this. He's very keen on Manly head-to-head. -head. I think we agree with that. Mm. Total match points under... Forty-one and a half, four dollars the double. Yeah, we're definitely aligned with the manly side of things. I think this one of the two games, this one might be the highest scoring of the two. Shul. Okay. As I said before, it's relatively low given these two teams as well. Forty-one okay. and a half. Same game, multi for Dan. Manly total match points under forty-one and a half for myself. Let me tell you this, Shawnee. Mm. The last twenty wins Manly have had with Turbo, he has scored alone. Mm. 35 tries. Not a bad strike, right? 35 tries in the last 20 wins that Manly have had with him. Mm. Uh, he loves the left-hand side. For him and Tolotau Cola to combine for three or more tries, 15 bucks. 20 wins with Turbo. You're going back to, what, 2016 or 2017 <laughs> with his injuries? <laughs> Poor bloke. Mate, 35 Can we just tries. get Turbo on the field for the, on the, for the whole year, please? So, so with him there... Um, I know centres don't often win the top try scorer. Oh, yeah. But Jennings won it in 2013. Tolotau Kula is 300 to 1. Mm. Now, later last year, Gary got moved to the right. Kola was playing left centre. 300 to 1. I just think a little Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Shawnee, woo, what do you got? Dreams are free. Isn't Dreams that what they free. say? Dreams Sugar. I'm going with uh, the man on debut for his new club, Lukey Brooks. Uh, a lot has been said. Well, the narrative has been, and I think it's very much going to come to uh, fruition, with Cherry there. It's run first for Brooksy. And as I said, I think this game's got potential to be high scoring, more so than the later game anyway. $6.50, which leads me to always look for an anytime try scorer. Yes. More tries in the game. $6.50 for Brooksy, anytime try scorer. I don't okay. mind that, Shug. Okay. And he, but he, I think we all, you're um, a fan of his running game. I think you think he could be a number nine. Yes, I do. So I do. Actually. Half. Um, and just looking through his stats, because in my mind, you always think of Brooksy as being a good runner, but he doesn't do it enough. I think this is actually going to unleash him. Okay. Having Cherry there. All righty, we've only got time for one of our uh, magic segments. So, Shawnee, uh, Rock, Scissors, Paper. Oh, really? Your, your one's called the... Yeah, what were they thinking? What were they thinking? The number Mind's one the Ideas Committee. Let's go for the first oh, time. Yeah, okay, take it away, Ideas Committee. Let's do this. Okay, the power of the women, uh, Sean. I think uh, they play a major part in the growth of any sport. Matildas, we saw the effect they've had here in Australia when it comes to the round ball. You saw the effect the USA ladies have had for the round ball in America, and I think we've got to leave with the ladies when it comes to rugby league and putting a stake in the ground in the United States. What I think we need to do, Sean, is, if you went through the average age have commenced playing rugby league of an NRL player, it may be nine or 10 years old. The average age currently, and this will get lower and lower and lower as these young girls start coming through, 
who have debuted for the NRL. I reckon that the average age when they started playing may have been 17, maybe 18. So therefore, not as big a gap to make up, less time to make up. So for me, I think immediately these combines they're doing is fantastic. The chances of a bloke at this stage coming through I think may be difficult, but I think right now there's some talented athletes over there in the States. Get one per player for the NRLW. One per team. Maybe two per team. Mm. But I'm absolutely convinced they would make it very, very quickly because they haven't given the same lead time that the blokes are going to yeah, okay. be asked to give. Yeah. Don't mind it, sugar. Always a big fan of that segment. You know yep. that. Yep. Um, the combine chat's gone pretty quiet, isn't it? It has. It has. As I said, leave with the ladies. There'll be some big stars to Build come out of that. They will come. Sydney Roosters take on the Broncos, a grand final in 2024 years ago. Can you believe it? They are going to feature in the second game at Allegiant Stadium. You have the Roosters, $2.45. I think many people will be keen for that. The Broncos, $1.56. The start currently is four and a half for the Roosters. Now, for the Roosters, we know this, Sean. Spencer Lenu, no Jared. Uh, he's going to start Spencer. But there's some big outs. No Angus Crichton, no Egan Butcher, mm. no Connor Watson. All, um, on the, all on the extended reserves list. So yes. over there in Vegas, available to be picked. Yes. Robbo is sort of playing his, or showing his hand nice and early, I think, what, what the makeup of that team. Well, Robbo, he's like. passed 11 years. This is his 12th. He's won only three round ones. Can you believe that? The mm. success they've had with him, despite all that, they've conceded a start at the start of the only three wins in the first uh, 11 years that he's had in round one. The good story, I think, is Satili Tupanua, straight into the back row yep. alongside Siwa Wong. Dean Mariner wins the wing spot for the Broncos. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo, which you'll have a few things to say about, plays that left centre position vacated by Herbie Farnworth. Mm -hmm. And they're probably the main ones. Shawnee, what do you think? Yeah, I'm tipping a low-scoring affair in this one. We saw the Broncos last year, uh, second-best defensive team in the comp. A significant gap, though, still to the Panthers. Panthers were 13 points a game. Yep. Broncos were 17 or thereabouts, but still very, very good. And the Chooks, well, everyone knows how bad their attack was. And I can't say too many differences in the Chooks' attack to really makes me think that they're going to really be able to, to hit a switch so early in the season. So I think it's going to be pretty cagey and through the middle. The one not concern I've got about the Broncos this year, Selwyn Cobbo is an absolute gun, and I think he'll be an absolute gun in attack, playing centre. Now, this is a bit of a stretch because we have to go back to 2001 uh, where he played. I think he played four games in the centres for the Broncos there. But you can see him, he's two in there, just lacks... And this has probably been a criticism of mine of Selwyn Cobbo, even when he's been playing on the wing. He's, his intensity or his effort in defence leaves a little bit to be desired. We see two efforts there where he was turned around on very, very easily. And this one is from a trial. I know we don't read into trials and, and whatnot, but his effort here... Just leaves a little bit to be desired, Sugar. Okay. And a lot can be covered up in attack, and maybe not the scrutiny in defence is probably um, looked at as closely. It's all well and good scoring two tries, but if you leak three in the same position, then it's, it's a net bad result. So a few little queries for me for Selwyn defensively in that uh, centre position. I'm pretty keen on the, on the Chooks here to keep it close. Okay, rightio. For me, uh, the opportunity is this. Of course, Capewell, he leaves the Broncos. So a bloke who got a little bit of a taste of it last year, and I think he's going to be an absolute gun. Brendan Picora finds himself now where Capel was, that left-hand side, and doesn't the halfback, yeah. Adam Reynolds, love finding him. This particular game, and I will say this, Sammy Walker's a terrific defender, but this guy is a different beast, you know, and 
there's going to be many times throughout this game, particularly given how hard it's going to be to get to the wings, where Reynolds just might go for the power play and go, Brendan, there's Sammy, go for your life. And uh, I just think he's a, a substantial chance to score in this game. Woo! What's your bet? Well, just on that man, uh, Selwyn Cobbo, defensively, he's going to be up against Joey Manu. $15, Joey, or thereabouts, for first try scorer. The reason I pick first try scorer is because I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. So it makes finding any times and same-game multis with try scorers pretty hard. So I look to first. You obviously only get one crack at it, so it could be over very quickly, but you obviously get a bigger price. So 15, I think my gut tells me they're going to be asking questions of, of Cobbo's edge, first and foremost. Okay. Uh Allegiant Stadium, is that indoors? It is indoors. Okay, so this is, I do like Dan's bet here. So he's got Roosters exact points 12, which almost sort of aligns with what you're saying with a low scorer. Woo, for Dan. Um, so when you factor in the fact that there won't be the traditional sideline kicks that we know, and every metre dramatically reduces in percentage chance. That's a great point. So yeah. you've got the tight fields, and you're also removing the elements of wind, etc., by being inside. So there is every chance that teams... Uh, are going to go up in sixes. Yes. Obviously, the penalty goal is a factor as well. So um, that's something to consider. For me, uh, and these are our woos, by the way, our Ric Flair's. Brendan Pecora to score the first, second, or third try. $10 for similar reasons that you've pointed out, Sean. Yeah. I, too, think it's going to be a lowish scoring game. So, therefore, uh, he's a chance of scoring. He does score in the first, second, third, um, paying $10. Don't mind it. Sugar. Okay, mm. don't mind those, but we love these. Last year we went on a tear. I finished the season with 11 in a row at some point. I think you 11. got 12 in a row. I think you were only stopped by, well you got to the grand final with 11 in a row. I had the Broncos I winning. You had the Broncos winning. Yeah. Sugar. Yep. yep. Can we just go back to that grand final just very, very quickly? How good was it? Oh mate. I still think um, Ezra Mam, even in a beaten side, he have you seen a better performance no, in a no, grand final? Never. Dollar one he was to win the Clive. <laughs> if you backed Ezra, you should feel sick. Because we won't say, we won't, I don't think we'll see a better performance in a losing side. Winning, maybe. How does he play Origin this year? Like, how does he, he, he he's shown on the biggest stage, he's got no yeah. Kevin or Wesley's about it. He mm. absolutely loves it. <laughs> Kevin or Wesley's. How, how does he get himself into that Queensland Can you break side? down that sub, the subtitles for the... the Rhyming sling, yeah. Nagama. No dramas. No drama. Right? Um, how does he get himself into that side? Well, it's a, an embarrassment of riches, isn't it, really? But in the absence of, in the absence of hypothetically, Daly Cherry Evans, who's the halfback? Would they push Munster there? Would they put Sammy Walker up there? Who, who would be the halfback? Hmm, that's a good question without notice, Sugar. I don't know. I've got Cherry. Well. Tom Dean might go there, maybe. No, nah, Benny Hunt. Oh, Benny, Benny Hunt, Benny of Hunt course, would go of course. straight in, wouldn't he? Of the course. forgotten man. Not a bad little replacement. Yep. Uh, best bet for me, keeping it nice and simple. I think Manly head-to-head, -head, $2.11. I just think Tommy Turbo, who's got the same build as Patrick Mahomes, is going to get the MVP and lead the Manly Seagulls to a big, famous victory. First up at Allegiant Stadium, Dan, he's gone for Manly versus South, either team to win by six or less. So he's gone for... Tipping a close one. The try bet try there, $2.65. Shawnee, take us home with the best bets. Uh, and... This is no way to really kick off the first best bet of the year, tipping the unders in a game that's played indoors on a perfect pitch. Um, 
where we're trying to sell the game, we want to see lots of points. This is how much of a sicko I am for unders bets. I just can't get pa- past the, the record last year, the Broncos, so good defensively, throw in the poor record of the Chooks in the attacking column, third worst mm. in the comp. That is, like, unbelievable. Don't think they're going to switch it straight away. And then you throw in that narrow pitch, it just all leads me to want to back the under the sugar. Ooh, $2.01. So there you go. Just repeating mm. myself. Uh, Manly head-to-head. Uh, Dan's got the try bet. Either team to win by six or less. And you've got the unders. So we're all on the... Um, we're on the Vegas oh, train, sugar. We're on the Vegas train. We're on the <laughs> Vegas train. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed the Get Them On Side train. And don't forget, if you want the full kit and caboodle, which you're probably watching now, KO and YouTube have got you covered there. If you want to listen to the audio version, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts is the way to do that. But yes, Shawnee. And if you want to have your say, sugar. Yes, how? The email address is back. Flooded in the off-season. When are you boys come back? Get them on site at sportsbet.com.au. And everyone's favourite segment. I'm, yes. I lost you in the rock-off there. What were they thinking? Back next week. Back next week. Okay, folks, thanks for being part of the show. Don't forget, um, you do make the show with your, your feedback and correspondence. We are very delighted that you've shared a party day with us here, the Get Them On Side crew, Gibbo, myself, the coal mine, and all the team there behind the scenes. We appreciate that. And we look forward to seeing you all next time. But don't forget, take a sec before you bet and set a deposit limit. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.